you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? Some of you may be aware of a research paper on the subject of irony written back in 1996 by one Alanis Morissette. Well, it's still in my head, so here we go. Irony. The expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite, typically for humorous or emphatic effect. Well, okay, there's a song, you see, and a lot of people have pointed out before me that it isn't really making use of irony as much as misfortune. But as is my way, and because I've got five minutes to fill, let's analyse this song a little. An old man turned 98, so goes the song, won the lottery and died the next day. Well, I would assert that he died happier, either in the knowledge that his children will have their mortgages paid off and will themselves have a nicer time than he did in retirement, although given he got to 98 he hasn't done that badly, or maybe in the knowledge that the cat's home will be well cared for and his kids will now have something to regret not coming to visit him more often about, as he dies with a satisfied, hateful smile on his face. Not irony, but you knew that. We'll skip over the good luck of a black fly in your Chardonnay, since to me that's easily scoopoutable, which is definitely a word, and way better than not finding it until after you've swallowed. Rain on your wedding day? Still not irony, unfortunate. But if it really affects you all that much, I'm going to suspect you're not getting married for all the right reasons. Things going a bit wrong on your wedding day gives you something to talk about later. I think there were 13 things that went wrong on mine, but... I have forgotten them now because it doesn't matter. I shall also skip over both the death row pardon two minutes too late and the plane crash and get to a free ride when you've already paid? What? Hang on, how does that happen? I mean, after I've prepaid a taxi, for instance, the ride is clearly free from that point on, but it can't become actually free unless I get a refund, in which case that becomes a nice thing. Here, sir, have your money back, says a somewhat unusual and now rather suspicious in my eyes taxi driver. Maybe he's just turned 98 and won the lottery, in which case I'm more interested in getting the hell out of his cab since he's clearly about to die. You know, like my grandfather went, peaceful in his sleep, unlike his passengers screaming in the back. You know, old joke. A traffic jam when you're already late. Well, you see, most of the others were attempting to be irrelevant rather than ironic, but this one adds to the badness. A traffic jam when you aren't late will make you a bit late. A traffic jam when you're already late will make you much later. That could change things. I don't know what she's trying to do here. Are we going for irrelevant things, winning the lottery then dying, which could even be nice, or annoying things such as the no smoking sign on your cigarette break, but, I mean, hang on, do you not know where you're working? A no smoking sign just means you're in the wrong place to smoke and clearly an idiot. Or indeed, meeting the man of your dreams and then his beautiful wife, which makes me think you're a wee bit shallow, Alanis, since love at first sight isn't really a thing, you know. And if you'd been getting to know him, and he hadn't at any point mentioned his beautiful wife, then either you're actually still in with a shout because he's about to leave her, or perhaps you've been told all you need to know. So, in total in the song, I'm somewhat confused between the really tragic things, which are not ironic, and the annoying things, which are not ironic. Now, I feel one or the other would not be ironic, but at least consistent within the song, and that would make the lack of irony more forgivable from me. But there's one line that I really can't understand, above all others, 
above all the non-ironic things that surround it, one that makes no sense to me whatsoever. 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. What? How? Where are you, Alanis? What are you doing? How are you in a location with 10,000 spoons? The only place I can think of with conceivably 10,000 spoons would be a spoon factory. And I grant you, if Spoon and Spork Limited and entirely ran out of knives in their shop, this might be annoying. But this really isn't a realistic scenario. Even hotels probably only have a few hundred tops. Massive of casing prices, maybe a thousand, maybe. 10,000? No, I can't see it. But even if they did, they'd also have a plethora of knives. Plus, in general, you can use a spoon to cut most foodstuffs or stab people. What is she trying to do? What scenario could she possibly be in? And that has troubled me ever since I first heard the song. I'm so glad to have got it off my chest. Next week, more therapy. Until then, you all have a great week now, he says, ironically. <laughs>